evening, everybody, and welcome once again to Kamustahan with Pedro. This is episode 27. I'm with my good friend of mine here. But before that, thank you very much for all of you who have subscribed to my YouTube channel, who have liked this page, who have been listening to our podcast. And all of the links are down there uh, on the description of my previous video. But this very day, we will be talking about the conflict. But before that, I will give this time for my good friend here to introduce himself and just to uh, like maybe uh, tell us something also more about what the Lord uh, uh, is doing for, for his life so far. So take it away, Sam. Could you introduce yourself to us and uh, tell us uh, something that the Lord is doing to your life right now? Okay. Hey, everyone. I'm Sam. And uh, in case you might be wondering, you uh, might or may not uh, know me, but that's okay. Sam, I couldn't uh, hear. Before I introduce myself. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Could you could you go closer, Sam, for, for the audio? I'm so sorry. Uh, sorry, guys. It's... Uh, All right. How, okay. How, we're doing good. We're doing good. Sound now. All right. That's yeah, great. That's, that's great. <laughs> that's great. Good. Yeah. All right. So again, guys, I'm gonna give this to Sam. Okay. First of all, I'd like to apologize. Let's go, Sam. All right. Let me see. First of all, I'd like to apologize if I go in and out. Uh, it's because you know, someone is not really a good internet service provider, but. I am Sam, and uh, most of you may not know me, but I uh, am a student of the CPU, and I am doing some couple passion projects here and there, and the Lord has been blessing me in such a way that uh, He has given me such guidance in my life that uh, I could not comprehend back then or now that, you know, I feel like it's much more sturdy and much more straight direction than I would hope to that's how the Lord has been doing with my life, giving me a straight back. Wow, really great there. And uh, what keeps Sam busy nowadays? Like um, maybe stuff that you are doing on or like doing something. I know you've been uh, like had this like uh, uh, a book kind of stuff. Could you tell us more about that also, please? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I've been busy with a few personal projects, but most of all, uh, what I've been doing is actually schoolwork since I'm a student. But uh, if anyone is really, you know, into uh, adventure stories or anything like that, you can actually find me at George. That's D Y zero R D G E uh, on all social media platforms, and I exclusively write on Wattpad, Tapas, uh, web. Web novel and uh, dreaming. So that's the platforms you can catch me on. And also, I may or may not be on Instagram. So if you'd like, you just check that out. Wow, that's really great there. So, yeah, guys, if you uh, are fun of that, um, it's really great there. And uh, yes, I'm um, this very evening. I'm so uh, excited to talk about a lot of stuff with you. But um, Thank you very much for a very short period of time that you responded to this interview. But um, 
yeah, we'll be talking about the conflict, right? And uh, just to like uh, appreciate you, you're really like great on camera, dude, and you speak well and with a haircut and stuff. Yeah, you're doing great. I'm so excited with more videos uh, with you coming. Like. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the topic here, the conflict. When you hear the word conflict, what comes to mind is me. Um, are there really like a personal situations that you could relate maybe to work or like in doing your book or like um, in anything like any situation in your life that you could uh, uh, share to us when it comes to the word conflict? Well, when people kind of think of conflict, I think uh, like myself and everyone else, conflict kind of boils down to good versus evil. You know, the... Uh, Bad guys and the good guys, the Jedi, the Sith, the uh, these guys, or, you know, other other forces of evil at work. Sometimes it's personal conflict. That's what uh, what, what always uh, comes into my mind when it says conflict. So if I could relate it to my personal life, I could go with you know just ordinary stuff, uh, conflicts between the traffic situation that could be a good one, or we could go a conflict between well. It's unavoidable uh, between your parents and you, and sometimes, you know, people with relationships just tend to fight with their significant others. So I think that's what really conflict is. Wow, that should be great, there, guys. And uh, maybe you could uh, relate to this uh, when you were watching this. And uh, for those of you who are uh, watching this now, and Maybe there's some conflicts that's happening in your life. You could really put it on the comment section below and just, I, I, I don't know that. I, I don't suggest that you share it really, but like what conflicts in your life that you really had the most, you could really put it on the on the uh, comment section below. And yeah, you, you mentioned about the traffic and stuff and also like uh, with the uh, parents and like um, uh, all the those uh, like, children sometimes like had this uh disagreements and conflicts so like could you go further in that and uh maybe uh if you could make a sto uh, story on how you um get above like a conflict or overcame it and uh maybe like that's to encourage somebody here who's maybe having that kind of conflict in their life right now well you know kind of stories that i could say to overcome conflict uh well this is going to be uh, kind of not that good of a device but when you are in conflict with someone it's better to just question them back like say for example if they're attacking you personally you know like they say personal bullying stuff you just question why is that so say for example they tell you like you're kind of stupid and they just tell them like how so or uh, if they tell you that you know your feet is kind of ugly just on why does it look ugly uh you know just basically just push the, the conflict back to them another thing that i would also you know recommend in overcoming conflicts is just to kind of pull yourself out of the situation just uh make sure you kind of get out of the the, uh, the allegory is actually just get out of the fire and pull yourself down because uh, if you just separate yourself from the fire, you won't get burned. And another thing that's very helpful to me, especially in times when I don't feel 
like I could win a situation is I just take deep breaths and just uh, look at this in a situation where what would happen if I was on their side. So basically, it's it's a, a very mischievous thought that I have. It's uh, the way to win conflicts is that if you can't beat them, join them, then destroy them from the inside, which basically means you just have to tear down uh, their side of the argument so that you would kind of win, but at the same time, you would get them to join your side. It's a confusing topic, but I guess if you really boil down to three points of how to avoid conflict, it's number one is just, you know, just uh, separation. Number two is just, just be calm. And number three, just, just let it go. Like I just, I, I guess that's, that's just me. Wow. That's really great there, guys. And uh, if you are getting value out of this, and uh, maybe you couldn't agree to some points of that, but it's uh, really how uh, uh, Sam here has uh, arranged for us. Like the, the thing that I was uh, taking from that is that you could question them if you really know, like clarify stuff that would be great. Sometimes you just have to be silent. It's because sometimes it really, it really depends on the situation. But this very evening, we will be reading a passage in the Bible. And this is kind of interesting. As I was reading this, and uh, I know, uh, sorry, Sam, for a very short period of time that I uh, sent it to you. So it's here in Galatians chapter 2, verse 11. And we're just going to be reading it to... Um, until 14 maybe so here paul opposes cephas or cephas here is peter right the, the peter the disciple of, of jesus like uh the one that uh uh really like um denied him three times and stuff like that the peter that uh took the the ear of Malchus and stuff like that so yeah so here here it is so when cephas came to antioch i opposed him to his face because he stood condemned for before certain men came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles because he was afraid of those who belonged to the circumcision group. The other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy so that by their hypocrisy, even Barnabas was led astray. So when I saw that they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas in front of them all, You are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile, and not like a Jew. How is it then that you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? We'll continue to read. We who are Jews by birth and not sinful Gentiles know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. So we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ Jesus and not by the works of the law, because by the works of the law, no one will be justified. Wow, this is kind of like an interesting topic here. And uh, uh, this is between like the two best uh, apostles in the Bible, like Peter was one like uh, really had been with Jesus, and Paul, who was a uh, before a persecutor of Christians, and uh, actually the, the great uh, in, uh, topic here is Paul versus Peter, but I didn't put it there because they're, they're not against each other. They're just against with some uh, situations. So what really happened here was that uh, 
is an issue of being a Jew and a Gentile. So it's kind of like uh, interesting to see. And here he, the conflict was just with this, all right? So actually, like, um, the conflict between them is like Jews were really like um, uh, having their traditions because uh, they had like, uh, they have to be circumcised with uh, eight days old and Gentiles didn't know that. And um, Peter was called to the Jews and Paul was called to the Gentiles. So this is really interesting here, like the conflict here. So let's go back to the story and we will like uh, discuss it for everybody to see. So it says here, when Cephas came to Antioch, I opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. For before Peter came from James, he used to eat with the Gentiles. But when they arrived, he began to draw back and separate himself from the Gentiles. Because he was afraid of those who belong to the circumcision group. So first and foremost here, the the situation or the conflict arose when Paul saw Peter. First, he was eating with the Gentiles because there's no Jew around. And then when he saw some Jews, he went away from those Gentiles and eat with the Jews. So with that in mind, Sam, what can you say about this like story or this situation here? Because it's really interesting. Like for us, though, sometimes it also happens today. But just for that uh, instance, like eating with the Jews, <laughs> he went to the Jews and he just ignored the Gentiles. What can you say? What can you say about that? It's uh, it's kind of like everyone actually, you know. Uh, it's like eating lunch with uh, with your friends and with your friends and then you kind of after eating with them your best friends just walked up the cafeteria and you suddenly just kind of go to their side it kind of is funny because everyone is kind of like that and it kind of feels like it's sort of favoritism but actually we kind of tend to think that we're just you know we're friends with everyone but Again, we have our own specific groups that we prefer to be with, and I think that's that's what's funny about it is because it applies to everyone. Yeah, because <laughs> maybe you guys would, would tell me like it was just a simple thing, like it was just about a food and uh, just being together with some somebody else and uh, kind of like that. But it was a big thing for that time because you know. Um, we really know that the, the promises of God and Israel is really like uh, the promised people until now, right? That's the reason why the Bible always say that we have to pray for, for the Israelites and uh, that they would really know uh, uh, and have this relationship with Jesus. But this was also the time that the Lord has called Paul to minister to, to, minister to the uh, Gentiles and like seeing Peter being a disciple of Jesus contradicting to what Jesus is, uh, is, is wanting uh, the disciples to do, this is where the conflict uh, started. And then I really like uh, to see here, this is really not just uh, a conflict that is just uh, small, but it says here, Paul really opposed him to his face. Wow, this is really like, first is Paul really opposed him to his face because he stood condemned. And um, Paul was really like very strong in this. The other Jews joined him in his hypocrisy. 
so that by their prophecy, even Barnabas was led astray. So this is the thing here. Um, there's one error of, uh, of Peter here. He's just afraid of uh, what uh, people could comment to him. Like uh, Actually, I could um, say here that one thing that really caused this conflict for example, Peter tried to be a people pleaser rather than obeying what God has really called it. This is really a great term there. Like, so we have to be careful with this, especially for those of us. Like, I could say, oh, no, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to up perfectly. I'm going to turn perfectly. I'm a son of a minister, you know? And you, you're a sinner. You go robbing, you drink, you smoke, you, you do some nasty stuff. I'm sorry for that word. And I don't want to be with you, right? But it is be a reminder for us. I believe that was uh, reading this. It really reminds me, Sam, like, even for this day now, like, people sometimes, you just have to show them this love of God, no matter who they are, you know? Like, you don't have to please everybody else. Like, for example, I really want to show people, like, I'm, I'm, I'm reading the Bible, I'm praying every day and stuff. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's really good. You have to do it. But yeah, I had a session about love and he said, no matter how gifted you are, but if you didn't do it with love, then there's, 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 it's nothing. It's really nothing. So maybe we could boil it down here. Like the conflict here, I, I could say Paul is, is reminding Peter of really what the purpose of him being a disciple is. And that is number one. Like I could really share this now. Like John says for God so loved the world so with that in mind God loved the world he is not of the world but he loved the world it simply means God hates the sin but he is giving an opportunity for sinners to come back to this world like the, the first uh, reason why the conflict was here like because Peter wanted to be a people pleaser, but this is what happened. If you are bearing with me, Sam, not only did Peter become a people pleaser here, but because of his influence, Barnabas was led astray. I believe and I know uh, that uh, one of the reasons why Paul uh, asked this Peter here is because that's what he was trying to be a people leader. But because of that, he led Barnabas, like one of the people, like Paul, uh, Paul's companion in, in, in doing ministry with the Gentiles, he led him astray. So it simply means I, I'm seeing a picture here like Peter was still with the Gentiles, but he saw the Jews, he transferred to the Jews, and even Barnabas, who Ministering to the Gentiles, he transferred table also with Peter. I, I just have that in my mind. I don't know. It didn't happen there. But leading astray Barnabas is also like the second thing here. Not just Peter being a people pleaser, but he led somebody astray or used his influence to carry out uh, something that he, he it's just good for him, like just, uh, being Peter. And he led somebody 
what did you say about that uh, with that note? Uh, I think uh, I think it's just I don't know. I really uh, I think we should uh, what I picked up from that one is I think we really should yeah, kind of examine our circle of friends because sometimes we. We kind of we tend to overlook things, but sometimes we have a wide circle of influence. That uh, even the most uh, smartest person in the room could be swayed by what you could say. Because again, that's uh, you know something you have to just look over your circle and see what would happen. Because sometimes some, uh, people uh, think that nobody's following them, but in fact they are leaders themselves. So, uh, yeah, I think we should, in that regard, we should really just, before we do something, we should look at the people that might be affected or might follow what we say or do. So I guess it boils down to just, you know, check, check your circle before doing something. Wow, that's really great there. And if you're finding value out of this, and uh, I really want you to hit that like button and uh, share this with your friends or tag them or just let them see this on the rebroadcast. It's just okay. So yeah, we could see here like uh, the conflict is um, more than just a uh, personal thing for Paul. I believe Paul here, uh, as we could see here, Paul is like um, telling Peter like really what uh, Jesus uh, is all about and uh, reminding him of the true call that they have. So. This was the the conflict here. Um, it says, when I saw they were not acting in line with the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas, in front of them all, look at that. You are a Jew, yet you live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How is it then that you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? We who are Jews by birth and not sinful Gentiles, know that a person is not justified by the works of the law but by faith in Jesus Christ so we too have put our faith in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law because by the works of the law no one will be justified this is really great here and um, I could say the conflict here was Paul and Peter, Gentile Jew, uh, also law versus works. <laughs> okay, because um, as we can see, uh, in the time of Jesus, like the Pharisees, Sadducees, people who are really religious tend to really be religious on Sabbath day. But guess what? Jesus in Sabbath days sometimes heals people ministers to those people who are really unclean like people of our lepers blind lame and you know so in here paul is reminding uh peter here of the law which was already canceled by the blood of jesus i didn't I, i'm not telling you here that we ignore the law we could really take part of it but being legalistic about it is different so this is what all address because you know I, I could see the picture here Sam like the Gentiles are really new in their faith in Jesus and um, it's represent people like 
whom we invited in a, in a fellowship, in a house church, in a cell group. And then when we invited them, we just like left them there and proved to them that we are like the religious people and they're like the sinners of sinners, you know? So this is where it gets uh, even like uh, deep here in the conflict because Paul really wanted to address and wanted to hear everybody, all right? Remember this. He, he said it straight in the face of Peter because he wants them to realize this. And he wants the Gentiles to realize that Jesus didn't just die, die for those people under the law, but even here, uh, it, it, by faith, we could have a relationship with Jesus. And this means a lot for, for the Gentiles for this reason. So with that in mind, like I know I, I, I've said a lot of things there, but what can you add about it or like, what insights that, that you have or any personal situations that, that you could relate to that um, uh, situation? You know, I, I think at the end of the day, it's not basically uh, follows the law. Again, uh, it feels like kind of people would go over religious some over some things but what jesus basically told us is just you know to love your neighbor and i think most people kind of uh, tend to uh, at this day and age we become so self-centered at times that we forget that what we really should do is help each other and uh, there are times that we don't Feel, we feel so up above everyone else that even the little guys that we're supposed to help there seems to be a uh, you know this clutter on the street but what we should really take apart from this entire thing regardless regardless if you're religious or not is that we should help one another we should really uh, we should really be helping one another just uh, be good be kind to one another. That's just what, what we what we need to do, and you know it doesn't have to be grand gestures of, of putting someone through college or uh, giving someone a, a billion million dollars. And again, what what the point here is that uh, we are given a task to essentially just love and respect one another it does it, it it's not that hard you know we we kind of tend to have this aura of superiority around us but the truth is we are not everyone is created equally and we should treat each other as so and i think you know if god and jesus died for our sins he died for the same guy you're, you know, you're cursing at this morning. Or uh, if you know you have a lot of things that you feel like you're got above the rest, you should be giving, you know, acknowledgement to the people that help you, just your neighbors, the people around you. Essentially, just just be kind. That's just that's I mean, pull it down. It's just be kind to one another. So I think that's uh, that's what I could add is you know just be kind. Wow, that's really great there, and uh, <laughs> I was just really reading this, and uh, this is quite a reminder for us. I know uh, 
me, I'm with this sometimes, you know, because um, for me, for me, like I grew up in church, I've been there. And forgive me for this, all right, for those people watching this who have been like my friends before and stuff like that. And uh, uh, I used to like just go with a group of people that I really like go with, like I go with the uh, members of the or the youth ministry or the Sunday school ministry and I tend to like forget to reach out to those people who are just attending there who maybe also need somebody like to, to like, just even talk them in the back and say hey how are you doing or how 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 long have you been here already you know and um, yeah I just want to apologize see in behalf of, of, of myself here if I did that because Sometimes I get used to being in the ministry that I forget like the real essence of it is to reach out to people and to win souls, make disciples, just love them. And even the Bible says it's more than just loving the Lord your God with all your heart, all your strength. It's loving your neighbor as yourself. So me, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here also guilty with this, like knowing that the character there also is Peter. So I was like, okay, Lord, this is really for me now. And I just also wanted to, to thank those uh, Pauls in my life, right? Those people like maybe my leaders, friends, who were like reminding me, hey, Peter, you don't have to do that. You don't have to pretend to be religious. You don't have to tell everybody in the world that this is not you know, the very essence of our life here is that we need to uh, accomplish what Jesus has told us. And um, I can see here that... Um, uh, this conflict here was, uh, I believe, resolved, but it was really never mentioned here. But I know that Peter being silent there, I know that he has uh, already heard from this too. And the reason why uh, they wrote it in the Bible is not to or tell that no, but this is a reminder for us. Like, uh, knowing that Peter is one of the best apostles. And Paul is also like or the one who wrote a lot of uh, stuff there in the, in the Bible. I can see that uh, I could I could see that the, at the end of this uh, at the end of this it's like a very popular verse that we even memorize, right? So the point here is for though the law I died to the law, for through the law I died to the law, so that I may live for God. And he said, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. Wow. This is really great. And knowing this at the bottom line of it all. Because this is the misconception sometimes about conflicts. We tend like uh, say that conflict is uh, is to be like left there and not to be But conflict must be um talked to. Uh we confront one another at the same time, uh we don't uh, like hurt one another and stuff like that. So have to find one another in love. That's reason why the Bible always say, as iron sharpens iron, have both like, um, also rebuke one another. The open rebuke is better than 
Um, and yeah, um, it's uh, really speaking to everybody here. Tell you, uh, there's something wrong with with the things that you, you see. You could really like address it in a way like what I'm telling you. Talk to it if you did like wrong or maybe the way you 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 react to something or the way you said it was really wrong. But sometimes I'm really guilty of this. Sometimes I tend to stand on the right side, but the way I react to it could make it all wrong. So you just have to apologize for that act. And uh, yes, I, I really know that uh, conflicts in our lives are, are to be resolved. And uh, thank you very much for your time. And I, I know. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to add something? Do you want to add something? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think this goes a long way in conflict, especially uh, what kind of most people would like to think is that uh, the fact that every conflict you're never going to uh, there are times that you never you're never going to be right. So I guess here in as the same with as happened to the story is we should really uh, focus on you know listening to each other's uh, to everybody's side and if you are in the wrong learn to take corrections because again you are there uh, not all the time you're right so i think that's one of the important things also in uh, when it comes to conflict is just uh, you know accepting the fact that uh, you're not always right and be open for corrections so wow that's really powerful there uh, really say here, like Paul at the end there, saying, I have been crucified with Christ, it's no longer I live, but Christ lives in me. This really means a lot, because uh, I myself, uh, again, I'm guilty of this. Uh, I sometimes tend to be aware or be conscious with how people see me, rather than how they could see Jesus in me. So that's really where the the line is, is drawn there. And, uh, may this be a learning. But yeah, for those of you guys who's getting value out of this, please hit the like button and share this video. I know uh, conflicts are really prevalent nowadays, but there's always a solution for this. I believe this is a learning for us. Uh, never to look down on anybody, but we have to treat them with love. And yes, let's go now to the very... Uh, uh, as the part of Kamusahan and that's like that is when the guests here are are gonna be sharing their testimony. And why why are we doing this? I know that I'm just gonna be sharing this when you hear different stories that you could relate to. And I know that we could see Jesus. Sam, I'll give this time for you to speak out your heart and uh, if you could uh, share to us um, like your life before knowing Jesus, how did you came to know him, to come to know him, and what happened after that. Take it away. All right, so, well, you know, I guess I'm really kind of private person, so I don't really share that much, and especially because that the world can see. But I guess my life is actually pretty chill. You know, I grew up in a very Christian family. You know, uh, my mother, father, you know, uh, served the church. And essentially, yeah, this is the common story that you can hear anywhere. That uh, guy born in a Christian household, 
thought that he had an intimate relationship with God, but there's sometimes that you look at yourself and say, maybe, you know, maybe this is kind of not for me. And you kind of look for avenues and other outlets to just go out and find your place. But again, uh, you do some things that are, well, to others, they could call it tame, but to me, it was extreme. But there were some things that kind of feels not me, but in the sense that I was soul switching in some ways, and it kind of felt bad, you know, it felt bad that I kind of was leaving my life astray in the world. But then again, you know, it always goes back to the fact that my parents is is deeply rooted in church and has a strong faith in God that you kind of look at them and say, maybe this you know, backsliding life is not for me, which isn't, it isn't for me. And you kind of look back and just realize I'm looking at the wrong direction. You know, I'm not, I shouldn't be looking outside, but rather I should look inside. And it became, suddenly became a question of, uh, Again, question of is the God that my parents serve the same God that I'm serving? And suddenly it kind of it's just laid down before you. It isn't. You know, there are things that your the people around you kind of have this relationship, so you kind of get drawn back to the word and all of a sudden you realize that that number one you know salvation is not buy one get one free there's no family tax there's no uh, partnership bonus that that's not how things work you seek the lord with all your heart and keep showing himself to you so that's that's what i did i i, I searched the lord you know and, and everywhere i could go everywhere i looked in situations and in people and especially in the Bible, it made me realize that uh, you know God does not care about your background. Right? He doesn't care about what you've been through. What he cares about is, you know, what are you willing to do to get close to him? It's not but basically what I got from the whole experience is that since, you know, I'm not a guy who came from a very bad background, I had a pretty tame life. I guess my, it boils down to what, you know, what, what is it with the people in the household that serve God, the Christian household especially, what what are the children supposed to do? That's that was one of my questions: is what am I supposed to be doing? Is this right for me, or is this the God that my parents serve and it's the same God I'm serving? So it just my thoughts are kind of all over the place, but I think you get it, right? You kind of question of your belongingness, or you search and you search, and 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 when you did, you found that. Nothing in this world could uh, replace, could, could even fill, could 
even have that trinket or, or a, a droplet of satisfaction that you get in having this personal relationship with God. So that was the moment I suddenly realized that no, it's it should be personal. And I seek God, and after then, uh, I just you know tried my best to stay on the straight path. Although there are times that I do admit there are times that I do slip and slide, but again, it what's uh, the importance is how you finish the race. So I think that's that's it. And I'm sorry if I'm mumbling like a, a baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really great. I, I, I turned my mic off. So, but it, I was telling like, if it's kind of like, um, I have that same story too. Like, I have my parents who were, there, and I was asking myself, okay, they're already in the church. So, yeah, it's automatically like what you said. There, buy one, take one, and uh, no, but I really had to have a lot too. So. Um, Sam, I'm really um, uh, blessed with your life and your testimony. So if you are maybe like us here, Sam, here, who grew up in church, grew up in Sunday school and stuff like that, who knows the memory verses because there's food in Sunday school. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and you could like grow up also with that and you fellowship and that. But like while we were reading here, it's more than just doing the things for God. But really knowing God, knowing Jesus, and having this personal relationship with Him that matters. So I'm going to be inviting you right now to have this personal relationship with Jesus. And the Bible says, um, uh, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So we have an enemy here. The reason why the conflicts sometimes happen because the enemy really wants to destroy, steal, and kill our lives and relationship with that. But the Bible says, that I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. And like we were saying a while ago, first, for God so loved the world that he gave. One and only God is not God is Jesus. And whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Pray this prayer with me of accepting Jesus in your life. And may this be uh, start of something great in your life, like what it happened, what in my life. Let's pray and pray it out loud. If you confess with your mouth, all right, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. So pray this prayer with me out loud and say, Father God, thank you for my life. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus. I accept you as my Lord and as my Savior. Guide me and shape me and help me in all the conflicts of my life. And I will go to you for solutions. And I know that everything is And there you have it, guys. Congratulations. If you have prayed that prayer with you, uh, with, with me here at um, you are having 
Christ, you have now a relationship with God, like this restored. You can pray, read the word of God, and if you want to connect with some people, if you're a college student, if you're a man there, uh, uh, just uh, want to talk to you. Some here is available, I'm available, message up connect with people or uh, if you're a woman no worries we could connect you also with the women now uh, no Samir also as a sister my wife there are our people in the, in the church our friends who could really relate to your situations so please don't forget to message us but before I end this uh, I really also wanted to pray for those of you who were once really passionate with God but because of conflicts your family, maybe your leader in the church, maybe like your coordinate in the church, maybe just like this, this, this hurt that you had with somebody, and then this cause, uh, because of this conflict, you fall away from them. I'm gonna be praying. Right? God has the conflict. He said His love is everlasting. God that you had before with your relationship is still the same God now. And He's reaching out And I believe that. And I know that like Paul and Peter here, I I know that they are like people who were really great God, but they had also their shares of errors and mistakes. Really they didn't fall take it as something they have to um, uh, and they have to stick it in their hearts and uh, make it as a, a stepping stone of change for what uh, they could become and uh, fulfilling the purpose of God and for those of you who are uh, really involved right thank you for your lives or either friends, people who are really back parents who are really great. We thank you. But I also encourage you that this will not stop here. But we have to do it in the workplace, the next generation, and we have to do um, let the next generation uh, appreciate what Jesus did on the cross, like what Paul says, I've been crucified with Christ. So longer I will live, but Christ lives in me. So I will be praying for those of you who are falling away in God. And I, I ask, I'm sorry, it's just really why I'm doing this with bed to reach out to you to recognize your life with Jesus. Just come and I will be praying for you. Lord, I pray for those people who may be because of conflicts uh, in leadership and relationships have fallen away from this uh, uh, love relationship with you. I pray that historian i pray that uh, they would uh, begin to understand that you are the god who loves everyone and uh you could really love a sinner who just repented you could uh create uh, an atmosphere of love for these people who once have a relationship with you i pray that you will restore it god and the bible says because everything give us and us from all unrighteousness i I rebuke every form of uh, condemnation, shame, or guilt, and I uh, could declare it that, that 
again, the John 10 says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and to destroy, but you have come, I have life, and I have beautiful. I declare the blood of Jesus to cleanse everything, and I pray, Holy Spirit, that you enable each and every one to come back to you. And I pray for those calls in our life who may be uh, uh, there always to reach out to us in good times and in bad, our parents, leaders, those people who are uh, set uh, on our on us, we are authority figures. We thank you for the life and pray for blessing. I pray for peace. The word of God and this wisdom. What are you thinking? Thank you that he has been available for now. I would say it's really like a short period of time, but I pray that you will bless him in his schooling, bless him in, in his book, uh, in his project, this idea to help me to bless his hand. And I pray the care of you is also in his life. You will bless him, bless him, expand his territory, keep him away from him, and let him not be in pain. Bless him and his family. Bless his siblings. God, I pray for provision for her family in Jesus' name. And there you have it, guys. Thank you very much. This is the And before we end this, I would like once again for Sam to invite everybody to social media and follow him. And if you want to look at the latest work, so Sam, take it away. Alright, so again, if you do like uh, just random stories that you really, really, really love, or maybe not, just go to George, at George, it's uh, D-Y-0-R-D-G-E on one side, that has webcomic, a novel, all social media platforms, and uh, yeah, and then also if you really love, you know, the motivational talks, uh, just wonderful messages, you could actually, you know, just click, click, come stand with, uh, uh, you know, on Pedro's page and just, yeah, have a great job with time. So. All right, thank you very much, Sam, and uh, once again, guys, this has been uh, Pedro and Sam, and this is episode 27 of Kamustan with Pedro, and good night, everybody, sorry for the late night talks here, and Genesis with